What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Vile Files Going Deeper Edition. We have a great show for you. Uh, the one, the only Josh Peck. Is it Josh? Does he go by Josh? Could I, I was about to say Joshua Peck, but then I no, don't even know. It's just Josh. If it's just, I think it's just Josh. His mother might call him Joshua, yeah, but I don't, know. I don't think we should. Anyway, he's a goddamn delight. Oh my god, yeah. I can't wait to. Be I think friends you might with him. be. Uh, might you be his new babysitter? Yeah. So Josh, um, Josh took my phone number so that I can watch his child, and uh, you know, Nick, if I turn in my two weeks' notice, you'll know it's become full time. <laughs> if I leave you full for Josh Peck. Full time nanny. <laughs> yeah, he, he's great. Um, we have uh, a fun, exciting uh, episode with Josh. Um, we get into some, uh, well, a lot of, we did We did two, Josh really wanted to do texting office hours. We he had, was so good at it good. too. Yeah, I think we're going to bring him back for like, next. Like such good advice. He's really, he's, he is. Like, you know, we love all our guests. Some mm-hmm. people have more of a a knack, a knack for empathetic, thoughtful counsel. And he was he was picking up details from the callers, and he's like, yes. "Well, let's circle back to this." Yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, he really enjoyed it. Imagine the energy in this room if we combine Josh and Justin Long. Wild stuff. I went to a party. I no. I had a party. I had a game night. <laughs> At his own I house. feel like I have something I have to get off my chest. I feel like <laughs> we gotta confess. Huh? We had a game night. <laughs> well, it's part. I feel like it's their fault. Uh, we we had a game night, and uh, what's the name of the game called, Amanda? Called Celebrity, and it's a game where everybody writes down words or phrases or things on a piece of paper, and then you break up into two teams and you take turns trying to get your teammates to guess the words, etc. Yeah. And the first round, you can use as many like words as you want to describe. The second round. You after you've put like all of the words back in the hat, so you kind of know the pool that you're working with. You act it out, and then the final round, you only get one word. So I had played this once before with family years ago, and we had a large. It was like it was uh, Erica and Scott because it was the night after they were guests. Matt King and Patricia came. Uh, Connor Wood, aka Fibula, uh, a handful of other people. Are you just gonna start running like a TikTok house out of your home? <laughs> You're like their their I, manager. I, I, Matt Matt Matt's more of a YouTube the YouTube space. Any I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, they've they've all become friends. But like become friends. Like we're I don't really know. Like yeah, like they're all friends. Acquaintances. But it's it's yeah. Yeah, but it's like uh it's a, an evolving developing friend group. Mm-hmm. And now it's not the unconditional love stage yeah, of friendship. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely not definitely not in the unconditional unconditional love stage. It was like let's have a game night, LA. It's a melting pot. You you have to try to make friends and and so this there's like fifteen or so people and it's a perfect game if you're not familiar with this game to play with large groups of people because you know like it's just hard to hard to, like can't play Monopoly with that yeah, many people. It's a so you everyone gets like three scratch papers and you're supposed to write any word. So now like here's three words and I went to my corner to write down my words and I thought to myself, okay, well, I don't, what should we write? Let's, we're, all, we're all adults. Let's, let's spice it up. Let's make it fun. I'm thinking, so I was like, you know what? I'll write two normal words. I think mm-hmm. my first word was whistle and then, uh, and then swinging. But ironically, given the context of this rest of the story, I was thinking like swinging, uh-huh. you know, 
we're off to a great start. Especially yeah. with whistle are, too. Um, watching who aren't watching, uh, Nick is doing a P and B motion with his finger. No, I'm not. I'm like swinging on a, a swing. <laughs> and, and whistle like, is also an interesting. Why whistle? Like the song whistle. I'm not familiar. You're okay. sexualizing whistles, Allie? There's okay. a literal song where he's talking about whistle baby, whistle baby, and it's like about a BJ. I think it's a reach. Is that I've not I'm not anyway. I was just thinking you could sexualize anything. <laughs> Anyways, I was thinking normal world, normal world. And my last word, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna spice it up. I'm thinking we're all adults, cards against humanity. They have some crazy shit in there. So I'm gonna throw in like a a a, a word that I think would be fu- it's funny. And weird and would be funny to see people act out. Mm-hmm. And I chose the word cuckold. So for any of you who don't know what that word is, it's basically when uh, two people in a relationship, one person enjoys watching uh, their partner, I guess, have sex or do something sexual with a, a, someone else. Yeah. It's like it's like a, it's, well... Not swinging. It's like uh, swinging, if in the sexual sense, that's more, it's more niche. It's mm-hmm. a niche type of open yeah, relationship. I also think there's usually like kind of like a dynamic around it of like sort of being like the, the person who's watching being more like submissive and like it sort of yeah. being like. So anyways, I just, like I just kind of thought it, came, it popped in my head. I laughed. I wrote it down. I also spelled it wrong, <laughs> which. It's not his strong suit. It's not my strong suit. And then as we started playing, all the words were just like... Sandwich. Sandwich. and Flour. You know, just real vanilla stuff. And I started to panic. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I don't really know all these people too well. You know, I was comfortable with like Erica and Scott. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's fine. But then I realized that some people in this group might not even know what it is. And, and, and some people in this group I know to be more like there was someone in the group whose parents are pastors. And then I started like being like, mm, maybe this was a bad decision. Like, oh my God, I got real self-conscious. Internally, I'm panicking mm-hmm. while everyone's playing the game. He's like, how do I get them in the pool? <laughs> it was just like, and, and I was hoping maybe someone like, and then there were a couple of times where people would be like, I don't know what this is. And they kind of like talk, like whatever. And I'm like, oh, so it got rejected a no, few times. No, I, I wasn't sure. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe it did. It definitely could have. Was there anything else that was questionable? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Okay. Anyway, just like like a scene out of a movie, Connor Wood comes up. And then Matt King had to leave early. He had to go record a p- podcast. And he gets up and I see it. There's one left in. <gasps> so it's not as if like, it's just like a rapid fire game. It's not if someone just said it, acted like it's like, hey, it's a, a fun word. Here's a kinky, weird word. That's like, that'd be, no. And my, my nightmare was that someone was going to make a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. And Connor gets up. It's the last one. And Connor made my nightmare come true. And he starts Connor. like getting flush in the face and start acting all weird as if like, how dare someone write this word? And he like started apologizing to the group and really like, I, I felt truly shamed. And like, I, I was like, oh my God, this is my nightmare. I'm like, this is... And then he, and then, and then he started making fun of the person who spelled it wrong, which was me. And I, I you know, I can't, I'm not a good speller. And I, I it's funny thing is, as soon as, I, it, while I was panicking, I was like, I know I spelt it wrong. I know, I, I don't know why I was thinking. That was, was the cherry on top. And, and so I'm just like panicked. Everyone's like, who wrote it? I'm just like shutting the fuck up because like they're shaming me. 
or the person who wrote it at the time. They didn't know. And it's like, who wrote it? And then people started blaming Matt. He's like, oh, Matt probably did it. He probably like knew he had to leave and he just like dropped this bomb and like dish out. I started this like blaming everyone. <laughs> like, wow, was it you? Deflect, like, that deflect, was crazy. deflect. And, and uh, yeah. And then, and then we played another round and the next round, everyone's saying the craziest fucking shit. And honestly, it made it way more fun. And I wanted to be like, fuck you guys. See, like I made this game fun because I clearly gave everyone the freedom to write some crazy ass shit. And it really did make it so more fun. So everyone still thinks it was Matt? I don't know. Because even after the game, they were just saying, who wrote it? Like as if it was like, I was like, I do not feel safe to, I feel like I'm going to be shamed. Like <laughs> And you I, should do a YouTube style apology video where it's like, hey guys, I'm gonna like, address Yeah. So like anyways, <laughs> and send it to the group uh, chat. <laughs> if there's people in this group who think Matt did it, Matt, if you've been blamed for this, I'm sorry. Connor, fuck you for making me feel <laughs> Do we was, think any of was, these people listen to the podcast? Probably not. Okay. I I bet they someone will DM like it I'm confident in this getting back to them. Cool, cool, cool. Internet, do your thing. <laughs> Anyways, I felt like I just had to get it off my chest. And this I, is a safe space. And I told Amanda about it because honestly, I was just like, and the next day, I, 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 I was like, Natalie, I think Natalie suspected it might be me. And the next <laughs> day, she's like, what were your two words? I'm like, I was cuckled. Like, I, it was me. Natalie's <laughs> like, how's your day going? He's like, I wrote cuckled last night. It was I just me. had to get it <laughs> off my chest. Uh, and then she just laughed. I told Amanda about it, and appropriately, she was like, "Whatever." And then you played it that weirdly enough played, that game. And then it was by coincidence, like literally the night or that night, we were playing that game at a party I was at, and so I wrote down cockles and sent a photo, <laughs> and nobody minded. No one you know? made a big deal it about fun, it. It was loose. I truly felt shamed by the group. It was uh, I was hyperventilating inside. Anyway, my pro tip though is the next time you play that game, write down someone in the room if you want to like stir up some shit. I've, yeah. Did you, are you the one who told me that? Yeah, I did it. Well, because I once played it, my ex's family was big game family and they played it at Christmas. And I wrote down my ex's dad and it kind of, it, it caused. And the way, <laughs> and they described him as uh, a one word they used to describe him was anal. <laughs> Oh my and God. So, uh, I really stirred up some shit. No, weirdly enough. Yeah, the first that. round, you know what people did? They use it as a way to like promote their stuff. They wrote down their podcasts and like shows. Oh I was like, you fuckers. That's embarrassing. People That's worse than Cuckold. Now, now I don't know if it was the person who wrote down their show or someone wrote down oh, someone else's show. That That's remains true. to be seen. But people's like content was in the pile. And I got shame for uh, throwing in a for dirty Cuckold. word. Anyway, uh, we have a great episode for you. The one, the only Josh Peck is with us. Uh, and uh, next week we'll be getting back into the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp of it all. From a legal perspective. Because a lot's going on, obviously, this week. Uh, and we have a lawyer coming in mm -hmm. to give us some uh, legal knowledge, uh, amongst other things. And uh, the rest well, is a surprise. So let's get to Josh. Attention listeners, are you ready to be blown away? <laughs> Siren alert. You asked for it and they listened. Our friends at Manscaped just relaunched the ultra smooth package. It's back, baby. That's right. Your new favorite tool and compliment to the Lawnmower 4.0 to keep your boys smooth. Well, hey, listen, I don't care if it's your boys or your boyfriend's boys or someone's boys. 
Manscaped is doing great work in the male grooming department, uh, whether it's their lawnmower f- 4.0 or the other great uh, items that they have. They also have amazing underwear. I don't know if you know that. They they have, they have like a um, powder. They have like body. Uh, they have like a two in one shampoo and conditioner, a body spray, deodorant. I gifted that to my friend who is a fitness instructor. He's always sweaty. And his boyfriend asked to move in with him. Is it because of their love or is it because of Manscaped? I literally use the Manscaped deodorant. That is my current deodorant. I love it. It's really nice. And there's no aluminum in it, which is really important for me. There you go. And the important thing, too, also is that uh, no reason to have hairy balls or nicked skin or, or, you know, like it's... There's no need for that. There's no need for that. It's amazing. Nick doesn't need nicks. It's amazing how uh, you can close your eyes and go to town down there without any fear. It's a it's a comfortable thing. Your guy, your man, your men in your life. I bet there's a lot of times where it's just a little unmanageable down there. Get them, get them some manscape. Get twenty percent off plus free shipping with the code V I A L L at manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off plus free shipping with the code V I A L L at manscaped.com. Smooth out your fellas with the relaunched Ultra Smooth Package. From the fellas at Manscaped, your balls will thank you. Their balls will thank you. Thank you. That's how they sound. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just getting paid early. It's also award-winning mobile app checking account, debit card, an optional savings account. Nick, did you know that I keep track of all of my money on an Excel spreadsheet every month? They do, actually. And then I input everything <laughs> everything that I'm paid based on like the day it comes in and I like prep it ahead of time. But I have my friend's 30th coming up and his boyfriend is like, hey, can you pay me for X, Y, and Z? And I'm like, not until freaking 14th of May, but do you know how I get it early? Chime. Yeah! It's super easy. It's really easy. And now we can say cheers to a dirty 30. Cheers to a dirty 30 and no needless fees. Mm. Amen. Amen. Let's spend that on booze. Mm. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at Chime.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's Chime.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank. N.A. Members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit. Funds depend on payer. Josh, welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming, man. We've, uh, <laughs> it's like, I've anticipated this so much. I feel like we've done it in our heads. I, you know, it's, I've, I've, I've visualized this conversation. I'm really excited for you to be here. I, I already feel like we all have a shorthand and I'm, I'm just honored to be here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. Very what... positive vibes from Josh. I love it. Come on. Why not? Right. Do you describe yourself as like an optimistic, constantly happy person? It's the antidepressants. I really don't have a say in the matter. Do you take antidepressants? No, but Which I toy brand with are it. You? <laughs> Sorry? Which brand are you? I'm Wellbutrin. Ooh, so is my mom. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, sorry, mom. You guys can cut that out or leave it in. Hey, I don't think she listens to the pod. No offense. None taken. She's 77. I don't know if she knows how to get podcasts. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't, you know what? I'm constantly thinking about and considering it, but I am not currently on one. But I am happy to join the SSRI gang at any time. When you feel down, yes. what makes you feel down? Mm. I have a what I like to call the shitty committee in my head. 
and it just depends how I what the volume is when I wake up. But it tends to wake up a, a few minutes before I do, and it it starts telling me all the reasons why I'm not enough or why things are not going to work out. Pretty textbook. Do you feel yeah. like you haven't things haven't worked out? Because I feel like you're quite successful. Uh, but isn't isn't that the it's all thing? Relative. Yeah. Well, it also is like if data could be thrown in the face of even mild, you know, mental illness or anxiety or, de or depression, we, you know, in many cases it would just be eradicated, right? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't do well with um, reality. I have, um, you know, I've been sober, like, sorry, I'm just completely opening up. It's like, it's like we've been sitting here for a while. <laughs> I, um, I've been sober for, for almost 14 years or over 14 years. And sometimes I'll call my sponsor and I'll, you know, just like normal catastrophizing that I think many people do, you know, oh God, like if this, you know, I'm so worried this isn't going to work out. And if it doesn't, what will then happen? And if I come to him with that kind of a problem, he'll go, yeah, I can't help with the pretend. Mm. Like if you have a real problem. Oh, that's what, wow. That's what your therapist says. No, my sponsor. Sponsor. <laughs> my oh. therapist has to be cooler because I'm paying him. <laughs> but, gotcha. Your but, sponsor says it. That's good to know. Well, I, I, as a, I'm a warrior. I, I, sure. I, the way you, you talk, I relate to that mindset and I, I can go down rabbit holes. Like I can plant a seed of doubt in my head of, of anxiety or fear or whatever. And I can really, I can make it seem very like, like this is happening and only, only for like something eventually to de completely just debunk it or worrying about like right. why someone doesn't text you back, you yes. know, or something like that. And all of a sudden that can turn into like everyone hates me kind of thing. Right. Um, I have that ability to like ruminate and snowball those things, but that's a very interesting comment to say, I, I can't help you with what is what this? with the pretend. And, and, and does that help you when, in that moment? Yes, because it sort of takes the air out of it. Like this isn't, I'm not going to even walk down this road with you because to do it would be this mental sort of circus you're about to throw up. The reality is it hasn't happened yet. And if it does happen, if you do get canceled or like if, you know, something, you know, you do run out of money, like then we'll take the necessary steps to, you know, deal with that issue. But right now you're fine. Do you worry about getting canceled? I doesn't, does everyone who does what we do worry about it on some level? I think if they say no, they're lying. Yeah. Yeah. And I, the idea that, oh, well, if you haven't done anything, you have nothing to worry about, I think is disingenuous. I'd say being married with a kid and being faithful to my wife is really has eradicated a lot of that worry, thankfully. Like I'd be more worried if I was dating or just, I mean, not really cause I'm a, I'm a good dude, but I, yeah, but now we, but to your point now we like people are out there. I mean, the truth is the cancel culture in some levels has become a, um, a cottage industry, so to speak, where mm. people are making names for themselves by trying to like do background checks and other people and then criticize them for, you know, saying something that they need to apologize for or a mistake they've made, right? You know, sure. maybe they, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, uh, but, you know, we, we are, there are people out there trying to cancel people for things that people have, probably have or apologized for in the past. Like, that's the idea. Like, we've all done things 
I that we should have apologized for. We've all made mistakes. We've all said, "I'm, you know, that was, I'm sorry for saying that." And usually, we don't even realize in the moment. Some usually, you know, especially when we were younger, we had to realize and been told and learned why that was wrong or why we hurt someone's feelings, et cetera, et cetera. But no, it's a real thing, and people are out there. And and I think we do live in a time. It's a small group of people, but a group of people who are capitalizing on. Uh, I'm trying to out people because people are again making names for themselves and 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 we're you know if you go on TikTok and you say something kind of catchy and and critical that's what goes viral. Well, and I think it's it's such a different playing field now because a lot of the people who you know are coming into the spotlight like I don't know exactly when this started definitely like a few years older than me if not further everyone has pretty much an online presence from at least, you know, high school or college yeah. on. Now it's getting younger and younger of like even, you know, elementary school, middle school, people are just putting stuff online. So then oh, once yeah. you get a following, like, there's just stuff to dig through. I mean, like people don't have stuff that you wrote as a high schooler, I'm assuming. I'm, I'm like, yeah. I'm so thankful that I didn't get Twitter until like I was an adult. And mm -hmm. the first I had Twitter, I, I didn't tweet, you yeah. know, like I just followed sports teams. And so... Yeah, like a lot of it is just like, I don't know. It's also like we all evolve and learn and change. And even a couple of years ago, like I'm so grateful of of how I evolved as a person and, and can recognize my ignorance from the past, you know, in terms mm -hmm. of, you know, moving to LA, I've just expanded my mind and my views on life. And I'm grateful for that. Um, and it's weird, I think we have a culture that sometimes tries to, you know, we, we, I don't think we we live in a time. I'm wondering if you agree, where we we don't we're not interested in in and in, in looking at our growth. We and, and looking where we were and where we've gone and and how we've grown and 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 things that we maybe got wrong in the past or thought and said. You know, I'm really glad I I've evolved as a person. And instead of like you know, saying that's a good thing, we're more focused on sometimes, at least some people are more focused on what people did or said in the past that was things they had to apologize for. Yeah, I think that to your point, and I feel lucky that when I got on social media, I had been so media trained from being like a kid actor yeah. that as far as I know, there's nothing over the last, you know, 14 years since I've been on social media or whatever it's as been. As far as you know. But yeah, I mean, maybe a poorly worded tweet will come back to haunt me. But this is, I guess, what gives me a little bit of a reprieve a, of a reprieve or reassurance is that I find people get canceled for two reasons. Either they do something that is so glaringly unacceptable that sure. they deserve to go away forever, or they're paying an asshole tax. That they've been awful for so long. They've treated people so poorly for such a long, you know, uh, such a basically just a long period of time that they found something to get them. That's a good point. And I the think world, there is some truth to that where you just realize that like maybe they, you know, they were kind of, they rubbed enough of people the wrong way. Yeah, they were, they mistreated people for long enough mm -hmm. where they finally got them. But I feel like, and I would imagine maybe you'd feel similarly, if by being fallible and human, I eventually stick my foot in my mouth, which I probably will, it's possible. Well, then I find that your life becomes your defense because people will do a forensics on your life the moment you screw up. And they'll say, has there been behavior that would substantiate this or make us believe that this is who he really is or this is the way he really thinks instead of he was human and said something stupid and apologized. Yeah. 
And if you're, so then your life sort of becomes the thing that vouches for you. And I, I sleep well at night knowing that like, I don't lead a life that I'm ashamed of. And thus, if I do eventually screw up, which I'm sure I will in advance, I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> like, you know, I, I feel like hopefully I'll be forgiven because it'll be like, this was out of character for him. Kind of like taking it in the opposite direction of like, as opposed to people having to like dig through, for example, like past social media to find these things. You also have people on the other side of the spectrum who are very outward and sharing these things. Like, for example, Megan Fox on her own Instagram shared a screenshot of a text she had with her stylist where she asked, is this blue outfit expensive because we just cut a hole in the crotch so we could have sex with it. And so we're also in a time where we're seeing this very like exhibitionist really out there behavior on social media. And I'm curious to what degree you think there's sort of like a cultural pressure or like a, just like the public is so hungry for new attention grabbing stuff. Like, and to what degree you think it's just other people who want to present that for themselves? I think it would have been better if she was like, was this expensive? I just cut a hole in it because I have diarrhea. Right? <laughs> I would, that would make me like make the Fox other hole, more. Josh. It's the other way. <laughs> well, you know, we don't know how people You don't hole know was. that, Allie. <laughs> so she, she cut it. Or is that what happened? She, she cut something in the crotch area. So she said, they... cut a hole in the crotch so we could have sex. And then included that like in a slide on her on her own Instagram grid of like photos of her in the jumpsuit. Oh, so and Megan it outed herself. It wasn't even she like the it stylist. Herself. It was not leaked. She outed it. She was like, I want people to know we did this. They're very vocal yes. with their sex life. We did it on the table at the Airbnb. Like they're constantly talking about it. Well, I guess good for them. I mean, you... Josh is a very private person. He's told us this before. Yeah, I mean, I think I just don't know how sustainable that level of like intense lust and attraction is. Do you believe more in like a slow burn, like a friendship foundation? I think here's what I think it is. I think that's that there's no such thing as love at first sight. I think there's attachment at first sight. Mm -hmm. I think there's lust yeah. at first sight. Yeah. Um, but I think love is is proven over time by someone who gets put in a position to be there for you and they prove themselves to be worthy because they don't recoil in those situations. They step up and they're there for you. I always say love is when you're, um, when you have food poisoning and you're throwing up and that person doesn't judge you, they go get Gatorade yeah. and mm -hmm. they make you an urgent care appointment, maybe a saltine. I don't know. Beautiful said. So we, we, <laughs> do we know if, if either of those people would, you know, yeah, that's to your point. Maybe had she had diarrhea, sure. and ma Machine Gun Kylie stepped up, Got her we, would, we would feel stronger about their love rather than two hot people once again. You'd be like, babe, a, a red Gatorade, a little bit of blood. <laughs> they can't even wait to take <laughs> off of their expensive clothing. <laughs> why? I mean, like, like you know, since we're none of us are therapists or doctors, should we psychoanalyze why Meg Megan Fox decided to, like, what was this desire to like let the world know that they did that? Because they're getting, I guess it just it's just, just more feel attention. Like they're so just like rock and roll, blood drinking, magic. Like I just feel you buy like, it. I just feel like they throw it out there. I feel like that's part of the allure is having people know. I guess. I mean, and at the end of the day, they are celebrities who are aware uh, and self con and like they're aware how this all works. Right. And they know it's going to be picked up and talked about. As a married man, 
where do you think this this goes for them if they have a kid if they like become a family do they exchange blood with their children it seems very challenging to do it that much in the public eye. Mm-hmm. And also just like, like that's how you know money doesn't buy happiness with how much Elon Musk is in the conversation every day. Like if I had, the, if I had, you know, what is it? $200 billion. Mm-hmm. You better believe I would not be tweeting that much. <laughs> and, but so I think there's, yeah, a lot of pressure from the outside world. And when you have kids, when you're married, I think it might, it, it it has the possibility of eroding some mm-hmm. of those, you know, things that are important when you're worried about what the outside world is perceiving of you. Yeah. You if, have a new book coming out. I do. It's called Even Happy People Are Annoying. Happy People Are Annoying. Happy People. Not even. Just happy <laughs> just people. Just happy people. Yeah. How'd you come up with that? Um, title. I uh, I used to I spent most of my life believing that happiness was reserved for a certain class of people the attractive the generationally wealthy you know handsome dudes with midwest accents I just assumed that I was not you know I was a overweight kid who never met his dad and was like oh happiness just ain't a thing for guys like me and I I sort of assumed throughout my life that everyone sort of received a manual at birth of how to navigate the world And I just didn't get that same manual. So my life and what I talk about in the book, it's sort of like views from the halfway point of like a guy at 35, how I was able to define happiness for myself um, and not think it was just reserved for that elite class. So we've been telling our audience that we're going to have you say something that you've never said before. Oh, boy. Do you have anything for us? Oh man, now I feel I mean, so, just say something. I feel so much pressure to perform. <laughs> I know. I wanted I to drop really, this bomb. I love men. No. Uh, <laughs> if you could just read this. <laughs> <laughs> the earth is flat. <laughs> um I have a very niche question that would maybe what is um what is the most exciting and then also most embarrassing title of a playlist that you have? Ooh, that is niche. I don't, you know, I don't. I do have playlists, but I don't get into, I have one playlist that's called my photo shoot playlist because when I've had to do, I photo, love that. It's so bad. It's so good. I've done that before. You have to get in the right mindset because it's weird and vulnerable. You feel that because you and I were, we're normal civilians. <laughs> We're not professional, like pretty people. I mean, we're Correct. both nice Correct. looking people. You're, we are not Kendall Jenner. You're incredibly lovely looking, Thank but you. like it's natural to feel yeah. a little uncomfortable in yeah. front of the camera. You got to get your right hype music. What's your hype song? If you had one song. Yeah. Can we, can you give us a little preview? Let's see. Let me, let me do a little investigation. Are you public on Spotify? I want to listen. I'm not. I'm, I'm too cheap to get a spot. Of, I think my wife has one. <laughs> okay. Hold on. That's uh, a new, that's the news. Josh so, Peck will not pay for Spotify. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of what, okay. So I, it's nothing like too, I'm trying to think of like, what's like my real hype. I got like Frank Ocean, Lenny Kravitz on here. It's not that cute. Rocky theme song. I do. I work out to the Rocky theme song sometimes. Yeah. The guitar or Africa. Solo. Yeah. Bill Collins. By Toto. Wait, is Africa? It, isn't Africa? No, Toto. Is Wait, it, that's your hype song? Yeah, I freaking love Africa. Oh, that's your hype song? Yeah, that or the Rocky Allie, theme song. Wait, isn't Africa a song from like the 80s? Yeah, it's like... That's not Bill Collins? Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's Toto. 
Yeah. Who's Toto? I don't know. Like one. That's a one. Is it like, like Do you Google them, and it is so <laughs> funny that they wrote a song called Africa. It's like they kind of look like Kid Rock to me. I, I always thought it was Phil Collins. We're we're breaking down. I'm thinking of Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I love that you have a photo shoot playlist. <laughs> it's bad, right? It makes you feel more confident and prettier. Yeah. I need something. I love that. Uh, Josh, we do this thing called Office Hours. We thought you'd be great at it, and so we booked two. I'd love it. And let's get into it. Please. How's it going? Hi, my name is Maggie and I'm 24. How can we help Maggie? Um, so I guess a little bit of backstory. Um, I've been on three dates with this guy, which I haven't really gotten past the first date in a while since I've started dating again. Um, the first and second dates were okay. Kind of flowed well well enough for me to go on more dates. The third date, he offered to cook me dinner at his place. Um, and then, which was fine. Again, combo flowed really well. Um, after dinner, we went to go watch TV. Um, we were going to watch Friends. And he sat on a different couch than me, which was a little weird. Threw me off guard yeah, big time. Right. <laughs> so uh, describe for us the... Uh... <laughs> The, the living room situation. What's the, what are the seating choices? Okay, so he had like two couches, one love seat, and then like a longer couch on different walls. But they like met like with an end table. Next I think that's a lot of couches for a single living. Yeah, room. yeah. It, for like yes, it was a lot of love a sack. lot of couches for I guess a smaller apartment in okay. a big city. So, <laughs> and um, you started sitting. You started watching together. Yeah, we were watching Friends together. Well, I like kind of sat in the middle of the bigger couch because I wasn't really sure like what was going on. And then I like turned around and he was already sitting on the other couch. And so then I <laughs> was really thrown off and like kind of sat next to the armrest um, of the couch I was already on. And so then I was kind of like internally panicking, trying to decide what to do. Um, we sat there probably for like two episodes. And then um, I like got up to go to the bathroom, texted my friends and came back. And then finally, after like another episode, he moved over to my couch. And then still nothing, no moves, no like leg touch, nothing. Um, <laughs> At this point, you were kind of anticipating when you said yes to dinner and a movie or dinner and friends in your mind, were you thinking there'll be some was there any kissing on date one or two? We kissed on the second date. Okay. Um, like well, as we were saying goodbye. But yeah, I was expecting like a little, like, a little make out session or yeah, something. Yeah, make out at least. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So then another episode goes by, still nothing. So then I'm like, okay, I've been here for like three hours. I'm going to leave. <laughs> um, so I'm like getting ready to leave. And then he kisses me like by the door as I'm leaving. Like make out a little, like mini, you know. You made um, out at his door entry? Yes, as I was leaving. <laughs> Sounds like a, a moment out of The Bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did he walk you to your car? No, I walked. So we live in like a bigger city where I can walk. So, yeah, no, I... He didn't walk you home. No, didn't walk me home, which was fine. Um, I'm sure it's <laughs> fine. Point. But like, where'd you... I'm curious, what were your expectations? What were your hopes? Not that. Not that. Um, I mean, my expectations were to like make out on this date. I was really thrown off, you know, okay. for like the last hour and a half of the date. 
and was trying to come up with excuses to leave. So, I mean, whatever, we did make out a little bit at the end, but at that point, I just really wanted to get out of there. It was more of like, this has to happen, not necessarily like I want it to anymore. So I don't know. But so yes, I get home and he's like, oh, that was such a great time. <laughs> and then you got home and he sent to you a, like, I had such a great time with you text, which yeah, is a really, a which is really nice. Yeah. Yes. I, mean, I mean, I feel like not enough guys do that. True. Probably. A, a yeah. True, true, yeah. true. Yeah. 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 We could just be dealing with like a really considerate gentleman who might just be overly. Yeah. Overly. Yeah. Mask. And this is to your credit, Maggie, you seem to have like this wonderful, chill, relaxed energy about you. Do you, is there any world where maybe even though you guys had kissed on the second date that he was not 100% sure yet that you were like down the clown wanting to yeah. be more physical? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Cause we did text for like, Oh, we, we were texting. For, we've been texting for like a month. So, and the texting is pretty flirty. Mm. So that's why I was like really thrown off in person too. Like our conversations in person are, we're fine, but like nothing flirty, but over texting, you know, was more flirty. So then I at least assumed that he had some like experience and like could make a move to kiss me. Yeah. Or, have you talked about previous dating experiences? Like, do you know, maybe he's just like insecure with the physical stuff? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. We haven't talked about it at all. Okay. Um, and I like couldn't find any, you know, social media to do any, you know, looking around. <laughs> um, How was dinner? But dinner was really good. Um, that's big. Good question. Yeah. Really what, clean. What clean was apartment. the food? Yeah. Give us the menu. That's all I care about. None of this yeah, romance. Was, what are we eating? Um, it was like pasta and baked chicken um, and some vegetables. So yeah, it was really good. Would you ever consider doing like a fourth date with him and just kind of going balls to the wall and like yeah. you putting the like, for example, like if we were to reverse the clock, would you have felt comfortable? You went to the bathroom coming back and just sitting right next to him, not going back to the couch. Like, are you comfortable putting the first foot forward? Yeah, I did think about doing that. Um I think I like to think that I am, but when it comes to it, I like kind of freaked out a little. So I don't know. I don't know if I would. My friends think that I should consider a fourth date, but I am too like kind of weirded out about the whole separate couch situation. Uh, and I'm reading this, like <laughs> you referred to him giving you the ick, which I know obviously is a very popular yeah. uh, feeling these days. So just to summarize, you had a couple of okay dates with this seemingly nice guy right like he's nice yeah and you were excited that he was nice because it sounds like up until this point you've had a a series of you know first dates that for whatever reason didn't move to a second date and that obviously is always encouraging at least in a it's easy to get discouraged with dating this was at least some excitement and then he made you dinner and this whole sitting on another couch really threw you off. And then the kiss goodbye was kind of awkward. And you wrote, it perpetuated the ick times 10. And yeah. so now you're just, you're kind of in your mind done with this situation. He, being the Boy Scout that he seems to be, is all super excited. Wants to hang out again, sounds like. Yeah, he's asked me twice since. He's asked last you twice. Weekend. Oof. 
And yeah. now you're, and you are curious about sending a text to shut her down. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. I, I'm, this must be asked and you gave a hint of it when you first introduced this story. You said when you were ready to date again, are you coming off a breakup? Not that reason. It's been like a year and a half, but I was in a like five year long hmm. relationship before that. So I've been on a handful of first dates, but again, like, you know, using the term the egg again, I feel like I get that pretty quickly. So it takes a lot for me to want to even go on a second date with someone. So, so that's kind of why is there I'm a, willing. Is there a chance? And if I'm totally wrong, please tell me. Yeah. Is there a chance that maybe he's a little too nice, but nice, but maybe a little bit overly, you know, trying to do the right thing, read your mind. And is there also a chance that you're slightly protective of your feelings and yourself going into this thing that maybe you're playing your hand a little close and he's trying to read your mind. So basically what's happening here is in an effort to, what am I trying to say? I, I No, you're, you're doing right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, thank I'm you. I'm following. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I find like these things, everyone's got to put a little bit of skin in the game. Like for me, I've got to like be willing to be shut down and like go in for the kiss and sit on the same couch and hope that, you know, I'm reading the the tea leaves correctly. And conversely, I think it's it's important that the other person in that scenario is at least giving me a bit of a clear sign of like, yes, please come in. Let's see how this goes. Is there a chance that maybe he wasn't getting the clearest of signs from you? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. But also to be clear, it was this couch situation that really, it just kind of changed everything for you. Yeah. And up until like, so I'm curious if you could try to go back Mm -hmm. to your mind frame while you're eating pasta and chicken. And it was like, oh, that's pretty good. Like, what were you thinking about the potential of this relationship at dinner? I would say, I mean, I'm not necessarily looking to be in another like relationship at this point i'm just trying to get to know people and go on you know second third fourth dates um so i think that's probably where i would like i didn't see myself actually like dating this guy or like calling him my boyfriend like okay i probably wasn't interested enough in him for that at all but it was like the dates were fine enough to continue i want to challenge you a little bit with like what is your goals for dating right now getting to know other people because i've only been in one like long relationship okay so, and I, and I, and I don't really have an answer, but like, so, because like once you start going on a third or fourth date, I think for most people th- at that point, there's an expectation of this could go somewhere. And that, and that's where maybe you're just like, Hey, I don't see it going somewhere. And I'm, and I'm only challenging, you know, cause you, 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 you express some disappointment on trying to get to a second or third date. And mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if your main goal is to just kind of play the field, which Hey, good. Go for it. Then just make sure you're not getting too disappointed when a first date doesn't work out, because it sounds like you are accomplishing that goal of getting to know a lot of people a little bit, Mm -hmm. because there is a balance between like where when do you expect? Let's assume you go on a date and everyone likes you. When do you think is the appropriate time to like to like, what are you looking for? I mean, it can't be just getting to know as many people as possible. I mean, I, I guess I would say like, I'm, I'm open to being in a relationship okay. with someone who like excites me and like someone that I'm actually interested in. Okay. Yeah. So you so are I've, open I've, to being in a relationship. It's just yeah. not this guy. Look, you're yeah. in a tough situation, right? Because, and I, I think that's probably pretty relatable. 
I think we have to remember that the ick is not a non-negotiable. It's a pet peeve. And when it comes to dating, I think a lot of people treat the ick like a non-negotiable. Now, you, you, you shouldn't have to force yourself to go on dates with people you're not enjoying their company. But I think there is definitely something to be said about kind of like to Josh's point, like I think dating has changed than where it used to be. Expectations have changed with men and women. And I think, you know, from a guy's point of view, especially for guys who are actively listening to like what women are saying about, you know, the frustrations yeah. women are having in the dating scene. Hmm. And and they you know want to be thought of as respectful kings and all the in in and 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 maybe they can get in their head about like to Josh's point reading a situation a little bit differently, you know and and wondering if it's like I don't know maybe maybe I maybe he's like thinking I want her to like sit by me and then he didn't like maybe I don't know it's stupid sure but he was thinking oh, I'll just sit here and maybe his way of seeing if you were into him would be like you would. I don't know, somehow like change couches in this like yeah. sea of couches in this living room. And maybe he's like in his mind keeping a tally because I would. I'd be like, I invited her over. I cooked. Now I'm like saying let's watch Friends, which is really like we know we've all seen every episode. We're not really yeah. engaged in the content. Yeah, that's definitely uh, yeah. like let's. Yeah. Where's her move? You know, yeah. like I, I feel like I've made it pretty clear. I'm interested and I want to I want to hang out. Yeah. I guess I just felt really off guard because it was his apartment. So I didn't really know like where he usually sits. And so I just kind of, you know, went for like the bigger couch. Um, also, I will note that like he got out coasters for our drinks, but set them next to like the opposite couches. So like his coaster was next to the armrest of the small couch and mine was next to the armrest of the big couch. I mean, the so fact that there's a guy I, who used coasters, I'm really impressed. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that also threw me off, which is why I like, originally sat in the middle because then I was like, I'll just sit far away from my drink. I got to say I... that you trying to read the coasters sounds like you're pretty <laughs> invested in this kid. <laughs> like... Well, actually what it means to me is that you are detail oriented and you pay attention to little things and that yeah. can be a good thing in life and it can be a bad thing in life. And when it comes to dating and knowing very little about someone and the complicated like but dating and all these kind of emotions and fears i think you can do yourself a disservice by overreading little situations like that and someone like yeah. yourself i think you're more prone to giving yourself the ick by over interpreting something someone's doing or not doing i offer this for the group think is there anything to be lost by having a fourth date with a little skin in the game by putting it not all out there, but with all this now in your mind, like changing your strategy slightly, because either he shows a side of himself that you're pleasantly surprised by, or you learned so much through this process that'll better equip you for the next person that you date with. Yeah, there's that. Also, just to add on, what if, you know, again, I, I'm sure you're very busy and I don't want, we don't want to suggest that you have time to waste. But if you had like a free Wednesday coming up, like, and you went on a fourth date, what if you just like brought this up? You know, like, is it, is it that crazy to just say, hey, can I ask you something? I was a little thrown off. I mean, especially since it's a guy that you're not even overly excited about. You're, you, you called in hope asking for like, how can we text this guy 
See you later. And maybe there's some like fact finding to find out, you know, because it might be an opportunity to figure out like, were you reading him right? He might've been like, you know, I'll be honest. I was like, I've been talking to my friends about like, I thought it was kind of weird that you did X, Y, or Z. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Right. And, and since you're on this journey of learning more about people and I'm, you know, holding you accountable for what you said, I mean, I know you want, but like this kind this could be a way to kind of learn about, you know, how people are approaching different things and situations because a lot of your getting the ick is how you read a situation. And we don't know if we read it right or if we read it wrong. You might get a lot of information about like reading a situation. And to Josh's point, whether it's for this guy or future dates, uh, I feel like it might help you out because I'd be willing to bet that the way you read it as someone who's nitpicking every like thing, you. I don't think you got it all right. I don't know if you got it all wrong, but that I bet you thought one thing and you might find out something else. And that, and just knowing that might serve you well, you know, as opposed to like, you know, and I know I'm, I know I'm an overthinker. I pay attention to little things. And once you get an idea, like wrapped in your head, it just kind of mutates and turns into this thing where you're just like, yeah, I know this is the situation and we can be very off in those, mm-hmm. in those moments. So and I think it's fascinating. You haven't really said a negative thing about him. You've only referenced the feeling that you got from what seems like a miscommunication. Like, and there's some very clear, like, if he was like, yeah, I'm a flat earther, <laughs> then maybe you would have just been like, I, I don't, I can't have kids with a flat earther. <laughs> like, it would have just been very clearly. But it seems like the reason why you're wrestling on even how to best word the exit text is because you 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 can honor at least that this guy, in many ways, checked a couple boxes, but it seems like he was uh, kind of a dunce in other areas. He's also excited yeah. about you. Yeah. Well, we all have to end things at some point. All right. So how? let's answer your question that you came to ask for. Like, if and when you decide to end it, how do you do that? I think we all agree that, like, a fourth date wouldn't be the worst idea. Like... I think it's going to help you like just change your pattern, help you get out of your comfort zone, like try new things out. You know, like I do think we have to in dating situations, just like try something different, you know? And to Josh's point, like you're, there's no reason not to other than like, you don't want to waste your time and your time is valuable. I get that, but you might learn something and and it's such a fine line between getting excited about someone and having someone be excited about you that I, this guy could, you know, there was a moment why I asked you about how you felt about dinner is like, I was wondering like when it really changed and, and up until this point, it doesn't sound like you were ever that excited about him. It was just kind of okay. Yeah. Is that definitely true? Or have you rewritten yeah. how you feel about the first two dates? No, I mean, in person, yes, I would say the dates were like, okay. Um, like we had texted a little bit before we went on a first date, which made me like excited, nervous for the first date. And then it was, it was like, okay. So then I was like, okay, I'll, just, I'll go on a second and then you know, a third. So yes, the dates, like nothing overly exciting, is but conversation a, flowed the whole time, every time. So. Is there a world, like when I said, uh, you don't seem too thrilled about the idea of going on a date just to ask him about a third date. <laughs> I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I, my friends have been telling me to do that. So, and don't you think? But it, it just, 
I feel like I just got so weirded out and like it just the thought of seeing him again really I was really opposed but it's been over a week now so maybe but i think it's a trap too when people and rightfully so no one wants to waste their time and especially if you're in the dating game and you want to potentially have a long-term relationship with someone you certainly don't want to waste time but i don't think there's wasting time with someone who has proven themselves on some level to be a value and what will be revealed whether you end up with them or not will better equip you for your next relationship like obviously you shouldn't waste time with fuck boys who make it very clear that they have like no interest in something that's like serious. But I also think that's a trap people fall into too of like, I, you know, if by the third date we haven't picked out baby names, I'm out. Like, cause it's not, that's not how it works. Yeah. Right. If you wanted to end it now, like, could you send a text? Yes. You could just, and it would be, and it's going to be awkward and cringe because like, and it's going to go some version of like, Hey, sorry, I've been, you can make up some sort of lie, busy, you know, because you know the, the truth is a little unnecessary. Sorry, I've been avoiding you. Um, <laughs> and you just say, I really enjoy my time with you. I just don't see it going further. Like you're the greatest person in the world. I hope, you know, whatever. And it's, it's that, yeah. right? And you do that so he doesn't call you a ghoster, right? Mm-hmm. And that would be the right thing to do. Yeah. If you don't want to go on a date, you could FaceTime them. You can jump on the phone. You could just have that conversation, not on a date. You could be like, you call them like, hey, you could just say, hey, sorry, I've been busy. Are you free to chat tonight at some point? You get on a FaceTime and just be like, I'm just going to be honest with you. I was a little thrown off by our last date, which is why I just haven't responded because I wasn't really sure what to make of it. Can I mm-hmm. ask you? And you know, is it uh, is that conversation going to be awkward? Sure, a little bit. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, people might... I mean, he could just easily be like, I don't know. I was just kind of read. It just... I was getting a sense that maybe you didn't want to and I didn't know what to do. And again, yeah. it's nowadays, like, again, for guys who are out there listening to what women are saying about their freshers and dating, they're, they're proceeding right. with more caution because they don't want to make assumptions. They don't want to, you know, uh, have an awkward moment. And, and ha- like, I'd rather... Agree with me too, Josh. I would rather have a girl, if, if I was dating still, I'd rather have her tell her friends I gave her the ick than say I was creepy or uh, weirdly aggressive or yeah. not respectful. I'll I'll take ick all day long. Yeah. You know? And so I'm just saying it's like a possibility and just you might learn something and you know, and he might learn something too. You would be doing him a favor by at least like giving him some feedback on what threw you off. And yeah. all it is is maybe a slightly awkward conversation that I feel like you're more than capable of having. And mm-hmm. I think it will give you a it'll help you in in the future for sure. And the good news is you'll never have by putting some skin in the game, maybe by chance you get a great turnout, which is that all of a sudden he mans up and you're like, wow, you pr- you are pretty great. Or what the byproduct of that'll be you'll have no regrets and you'll never wonder. Yeah. You'll be like, I did my due diligence. It was clear. I allowed myself to be slightly vulnerable and awkward. And the result was, I don't ever have to wonder in five years what happened to, let's call him Greg. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like a Greg. And like, <laughs> no matter what his answer is, you can still decide not to like go out with him again. I yeah. remember at 18, after I lost 120 pounds and I went on like my first proper date with a girl. I don't even think it was a date, but we had like spent a little time together and I asked permission to kiss her. And she said, 
wow, you've really made it awkward. And I made a mental note that I will never say that again. And so it triggered in my mind, like, oh, the guy has to be the one to make the move. And that's not necessarily the healthiest idea either. And so- right. Yeah, because not everyone might agree with that point absolutely. either, right? So, you know, so, it, it, I mean, you talk to certain people, when, especially when it comes to consent, and there's no, like, ne never assume. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's it's very tricky out there, which is kind of my whole point bringing it on. It's just like, I, you know, we I think we have to try to be gracious to people who are out there dating and try to give them a benefit of the doubt. And, and just remember that icks aren't non-negotiables. They, they, and, and you have the right to walk away. You owe this guy absolutely nothing, but you can give someone an ick and still want to marry them someday for sure. It's possible out there. We can turn people off. We've always, all of us have not been our best selves. And also like why I think you should like, don't burn a bridge, you know, too, because you, it, it is the first guy who you wanted to go on a third date with. Yeah. So. And I'll probably see him around too. You definitely have a potential awkward conversation coming up, but I think you are capable of having that conversation. And yeah, and if you want to just send a text, no judgment and just, yeah, short and sweet. Just be like, Hey, just not. And my only advice to that is don't, don't lie. Don't give them false hope. Don't. Yeah. Just, just tell them you don't like them. It's fine. It might right. sting a little bit. I know. But like people, you know, on the other end, it's always like, yeah, maybe, you know, it's like, that's why I think people should just be honest because mm -hmm. like they, they can get that closure. They can move on. They can just, you know, not worry. People will have a way of saying things that they want to soften the blow, but they give that excited person some false hope. But you can be gentle. Yeah. I don't think she should be a jerk. Right. But <laughs> I just think you should be honest. Yeah. Are you physically attracted to him? Not really. Oof, should have started with that. <laughs> okay. Which is why it was, you know, conversation was good. Um, and I was trying, you know, thinking maybe something would build. But, and then, you know, the kissing wasn't great. So I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That, that would have made this much shorter. <laughs> I, I, I'm still glad we, we, we had this conversation, <laughs> but I, I, I still stand by all of it. But yeah, you just, I think you're just not into them. Yeah. But, but you were. And yeah. Let me, it's hard to answer this question, but if you, if he was, if you were fit, if you thought he was like super hot, mm -hmm. how do you think he would have interpreted the couch situation? I probably still would have thought it was really weird. Um, but I might have been more willing to like try to make a move myself. Okay. Like I probably would have been more willing to come out of the bathroom and like sit next to him. Um, but at that point, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if anyone will agree with me, but I definitely think getting more information can't hurt anyone. And it yeah. might, if nothing else, consider you're doing him a favor. Right. Because that, I, I, it does, the way you described it, it sounded pretty weird. And I think yeah. most women would probably get the same feeling you got. Maybe yeah. you just give him a note in the future. He might hate you. He'll never say that. He'll never appreciate it. But I think you'll be helping him out. That's fine. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Thanks Thank a lot. You. All right. Take yep. care. Bye, bye bye. How's it going? Hi, I'm Grace and I'm 22. Uh, how can we help, Grace? 
So I would love your help with sending a first text message to someone. Um, so just to give a little bit of background to you. Um, so I moved away from my hometown to go to college and then moved again to a different city um, after graduating. But I go um, like visit my parents in my hometown a lot. Um, and one of the last times I was there, um, I was visiting my mom, playing pickleball, one of her favorite hobbies. And her pickleball coach, um, I have a crush on him. And I kind of like spent the weekend Your mom's with him, pickleball coach? My mom's pickleball coach, nice. but nice. he's he's much more like my age than my mom's age. Just for clarification, it's fine, whatever. Um, <laughs> but um, so um, I didn't spend the weekend with like just him. Obviously, my mom was very much there too, playing pickleball. Um, but I don't really know him that well. Just kind of have a crush on him. Didn't see him since that, but we kind of did like a mutual social media following. And um, I really just want to like reach out to him. And I'm not sure whether I should kind of send just a conversational text or if I should kind of like try to plan a date for the next time that I'm home. So kind of wondering how far I should go with that initial text. Does your mom know of your interests? Oh, yeah. My mom knows. What's your mom's read on this guy? Oh, I think she thinks he's a great guy. Um, she likes him a lot. Like all of her all of her friends are a big fan of him. Um, so uh, I, I think too have a pick pickleball coach. Uh, I have yeah. I haven't gone and seen him in a while, but he works with a lot of the women at the country club. He works with the guys. I mean, he he's he works with everyone, but a lot of his clients are are women, all of which I think are trying to like set him up and 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 that type of situation too. You know, and I'm, I'm wondering is like is that the vibe? Is your is like are are, there, are people trying to set him up? Is it is it like are everyone is everyone having fun with this pickleball coach? In terms of like, you, you don't know? I don't get the sense that that's the case, no. And I do know for a fact that he's single. So I know, you know, I don't know. I guess I don't know if other people are trying to set him up. But um, I don't necessarily think that's the vibe. And how's your mom's pickleball game? Getting better? Is he a good coach? Oh, just amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, I would say he's a good coach for sure. <laughs> she's Stay out of the kitchen? Hmm? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm. She's the better pickleballer than me. So for sure. pickleball talk for anyone who doesn't. Uh, yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm not very good. Me either. Um, stay out of the kitchen. Yeah, for sure. I always get into the kitchen. It's I hard. Yeah. You want to slam it. You do. <laughs> if I'm him, just a heads up. Like, who knows how professional this guy is or isn't? But I would have serious hesitation about dating the daughter of a client. Yeah. Because you really, like, who knows how it goes. Like, I, I would just, I would, you know, I, I always, I worry about things and I look for the holes in things. So it would just be one of those situations where you're talking about a very gossipy atmosphere, potentially. Um, you know, does he want to be a part of potential gossip? You know, even if it goes really well, it's all of a sudden his dating life and personal life is all over the country club or, or wherever it is he's, right. he's coaching. So right. that's just a, say, that's just a, like a, I'm just, that's a possibility and something to consider. And if right. nothing else, if it doesn't go the way you, I still think you should shoot your shot, but I'm just saying if nothing else, that'll be a way to tell yourself, you know what? It's not me. He just, it'll be a, a it'll, it'll help your ego in case it doesn't go the way you want. Right. Uh, how how do you write this text? Have you met him? Oh, yeah. I've What's your him. rapport with this guy? I, I mean, like, 
Um, I know him in a pickleball context for sure, but he's like, he's a funny guy. He's really easy to talk to. He's really nice, like very genuine. You so have his know. number? Like, you have his number? Yeah. And, and may I ask, as a 22-year-old, lovely, you know, sparkly person, how open are you to some version of a fling? Like some version of an experience that this might just be like a fun couple of weeks and a little secret you two yeah. have. The, the thing is, I honestly could see it just being like a one and done date kind of thing since he like I don't live in this town. He's in my hometown and I'm not there. So I'm like, it could just be kind of like a Ooh. one date and nothing goes anywhere. You can use that to your um, advantage. Mm. Yeah. I know exactly. And when do you leave town? Um, I'm so I'm not there right now, but I'm going to be back um, next month for about like a week and a half. OK, perfect. Perfect. You're only there for a week and a half. So yeah. you you shoot him a message and you're like. Hey, I want to be in town, blah, blah, blah. Looking for things to do. I was wondering if you would uh, show me around or something, right? Like, and that way it's like, it make, takes a little bit of pressure. It's some version of that, right? It's, right. yeah. You know, and, and you could call it a date, you not, or you could play a little coy, or you could call it a date, but you're just like, I'm going to be in town. I don't have, you know, I don't want to say you don't have, you don't have much to do, but, um, and I also I'll don't have, really need him to show me around because it is my home. No, I know, but like it's, <laughs> it's still. I still. I want you to be able to take advantage of the fact that like you're there for a, a, a temporary period of time, right? And you're not super available, and that might take the pressure off of him, right? So I feel like you want to use the fact that you are coming into town. But can't she say okay. like, "I'll have a night or two free if you want to grab a drink"? Let me know. Yeah, she could. I'm just trying to think if there's like a clever way of doing this. I don't yeah. have it yet. Like, Any ideas? How to be sort? casual yet specific. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think you should be coy. Sometimes it's hard like throwing out a couple nights. I mean, you've pressured me. Not pressured. That sounds wrong. Jesus. Um, you've <laughs> encouraged me. Coer coerced. You mean you've yeah. encouraged <laughs> this me before. This is why before. we don't hang out there. <laughs> You've encouraged me before to be more specific and like demand more of a plan, but this is kind of a different. This is a little different. You want to be casual, chill. Oh, it's a fine line. I definitely think you want to put yourself out there, but I mm -hmm. feel like we. You, is there like a divey bar that has like any either like pool or darts or something where you can be like, I want to see if like your skills at blah 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 or anything like oh, yeah. shuffleboard, yeah. foosball. Is there like off the court? He's he's he winky. plays pickleball. This guy likes to compete. Yeah. Or like even it's like an arcade. A Buster's? What yeah, about like, like a Buster's? Dave and Buster's. Yeah, yeah. Go to an arcade. Maybe a Shakey's. It is. It's very much a small town in the Midwest. So I'm not like we do not even have Dave and Buster's there. But I, I'm sure there's like something similar. Like, you know, yeah. there's bars with darts. Cool. Or like literally any like yeah, yeah, small yeah. little game. And then you send like a flirty little competitive text that's like. <laughs> or is, is there, there a mini golf? What about active? Oh, yeah. Because he's an active guy. Like, is there a hike? Yeah. No, is that bad? And that's fine. No, I, I like here. I was thinking mini golf. It doesn't matter really what it is, right? right? Mini golf, darts. I don't fucking care. And you could send him a text that says, "I've been really working on my mini golf game, and I I, I want to like test out my skills. Yeah, uh, like, are you down for a friendly competition? <laughs> and then you know, the, and then it depends how brave you want to be. Like maybe, and if it goes well, winner gets a make out or something. I don't fucking know. That could too be much, too much, <laughs> too much. <laughs> Uh, you can, you can, how about like if the first game goes well, then you can like up the ante and be like, want to do a bet. But I feel like in a text, that's a lot. I don't know. You're, you said he's a funny guy who likes to joke around. 
Yeah. I mean, sometimes it just—it's a fine line. It really is. It, I think but, that's better to be said in person. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Once you suss out the vibes. Uh, I have written on a second date text like, "Hey, do you want to make out? I mean, hang out with asterisk. Yeah. Not bad. Not it's not good. That's yeah. good. <laughs> that's good. That's what I'm saying. It's something like that. Like, right. Thank you, Josh. It's, hey. it's a little, you know, sense of humor. Yeah. You, you do. My point of saying that is, you do want to make sure he knows it's a date. Mm. Right? right. We're both like. Mm. So, yeah. Like, how do we? Ask him so out without saying, do you want to go on a date without him knowing in the back of mind it's still a date, but also like take the pressure off him of like going out with his client's daughter. I Couldn't you just combine like something like you said of, you know, I want to see if you're like combining Amanda's and Nick's of like, I want to see if your such and such game is as strong as your pickleball. But like, yeah, you can put you a go. smiley face or a winky face on the end of it. Yeah. No. No. You just said, how do we imply it's a date? But I don't know if a wink is this like wink. Okay, I think no. I think first text is like, do you have the venue in mind? Like, do you have like the whatever game place? Yes, I've got a mini golf. Perfect. perfect. Okay, perfect. So you'd be like, hey, like I'm gonna be back in town and so and so. Like, would like do you want to like play a game like a round of mini golf? Like we can see if your whatever whatever as good as like pickleball. Yeah, say I'm dying to know if your mini golf game is as good as your. But then like, (laughs) and then you can do a follow up text if you're really trying to be flirty. You can be like, yeah, can't wait to test out that hand eye coordination, and then it's vaguely sexual. (laughs) There's no bad ideas in brainstorming, people. I I think that's great. (laughs) That's great. It depends on how bold you want to go. Yeah, I would not go that of, sexual, but that's just of, me. I, 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 was gonna say, I'm I like how many strokes. Yeah. I think it's good for a follow up, right? You're not, you're, I, no, I think that's good for a follow up. You said, yeah. If, if he ask about the mini golf, if he's really into it, then you could make a little like rah rah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 not all in one. I like that. Split it up. All right, let's draft it. All right, and here's the thing: I don't think I can send it right now because I think I need to wait until like a little closer to when I'm going to be. Back in town. So I don't you? want to say like, "Hey, I'm going to be home in a month." So I'll be. <laughs> oh, you're not going to be home like, in a month. You'll, you'll be there around Labor it'll Day. It'll be like it'll be like the second. Yeah, I'll be I'll be there. Around Getting my year month. lined up. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there um like the second week of June. So okay, yeah, you have some time. So yeah, you want to do this like, like a, a week ahead week of time. Mm. Yeah. yeah, a week to two weeks. Throwing it out there, the only reason to send it a little earlier is it's an opportunity to see how interested it is in, in building like a ongoing text rapport so that like really warm things up for mini golf. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you yeah. have too long to build. I think you can still get the build in like a few weeks, you know? I think two weeks might be the yeah. ideal. Two weeks before. Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Okay. okay. Set a reminder on your phone. Send this text. Okay. Start it with, hey, boo. <laughs> no. Hey, hey boo. <laughs> no. Hello, <My> lover. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> hey, pickle baller. Pickle big baller. No, I'm kidding. Does he already know that you're coming back at this time? Because like I would start it with maybe be like, hey, like just booked like. No, he, she doesn't know. Home. He doesn't know. Wait, why does yeah, he? he doesn't so, so he already has your number. Did I miss? Yeah. That? Why does he have I, your number? Oh, he doesn't have my number. I have his number. It's because of like the whole. It's very much the pickleball thing. Like if I wanted to schedule. You like, follow each other on Instagram? Training with him. Yes. I think you should DM this. Agreed. Okay. Oh Sorry. yeah. So okay, it's okay, like okay, a mutual. Okay. We're getting in deep He's here. already said yes to this form of communication. And then yeah, like you yeah, texting yeah, yeah. him would might be like, hey, by the way, I have your number. Yeah. That you is don't want to have to explain why you have his number. I would almost yeah. say 
that a way in is over the next week or so, when you see an Instagram story you think is appropriate, you write something because you follow each other. You write so right. crazy or wow, you really helped her stroke and or I love your sock <laughs> height. And then from there, if he replies and you go funny that we're chatting, I'm going to be in town in a week yeah. or so. Is he viewing your stories? Yeah. Nice. I definitely yeah, like been, definitely I've like sneak some thirst traps in there a little bit, you know. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say you gotta have like a story up when you send the DM that you feel like good about, that you feel powerful in. Yeah. Okay, that's a really good point. Yeah. yeah I I would say like, hey, Matt. <laughs> hey. I'm, uh, no, and I think it's gonna be like, I'm dying to know if your mini golf game is as good as your pickleball game. Okay. I'll be in town. Lynn, I think we should get together. Okay, I like that. I like that. I'm setting a reminder. And then I love he this responds, for you. and then he responds. Hopefully, yes. And then, yeah. uh, and then you say, "Great," because I'm dying to know if your hand and eye coordination is. is I'm dying, what did you just, say? I'm just I'm dying to see your hand eye coordination. We're <laughs> like, want to put your hand eye coordination to the test? Perfect. Or. And if you win, and I can put the seat back in my Toyota RAV4 and we can see what happens. No, okay. <laughs> Asterisk. <laughs> and if he says no, I can never play pickleball again. Uh, Is that too much? That's not that much of a loss. Right? I mean, if I'm him and he says no for whatever reason, I 100% use the client relationship excuse. Oh, see, then you're, oh, then you're yeah, fine. Yeah. Then you go back to pickleball everything right? as well. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm just like, hey, you're great, but like, I don't like, I just have this policy which mm -hmm. also he might have yeah policy. i think the second text is like is watch out you're not the only one with good hand-eye coordination oh there you go Amanda. oh yeah because then that's like I putting it. it on you yeah. it's also not like yeah. he's competitive yeah and he's just gonna... i love it thank you so much great let us know how Perfect. it goes i will all right um and i just want to say my best friend and i are huge fans of the show and we're rooting for you to get harry styles on oh same <laughs> jo Josh Peck is a, a, a close second. To Thank Harry you so Styles. much. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Um, well, we appreciate it. Uh, tell your best Thanks friend. Thanks so much. Great to meet well. you. You guys are Thank the best. you as well. Maggie, you have to tell us how this goes. Yeah, Please send us an update yeah. after the fact. I will. Send us I that will. update. Okay. okay. Yay. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Well, Josh, success. What a great two callers. Like, like what? yeah. Fun. One, one a little serious, one fun and yeah, playful, yeah. and we try to mix it up. Uh, you are a delight to talk to. Thank you so much for having me. This was uh, great. We really enjoyed it. If you are ever in the area and you want to come back for questions with Nick, our other show, mm -hmm. we would love to have you back. I'm on. I'm in. We, we think you'd I'm be very good. Thank you. Uh, please let my audience know where they can follow you, find you, all the upcoming things, your podcast, uh, promote it all. My podcast is called Male Models um, for obvious reasons. I know you get it. Um, and uh, I, I have a new book out called Happy People Are Annoying, which you can find anywhere you find books. Happy People Are Annoying. A little bit. You want to come back? Could I be in the, I want to be in the crew. Yeah. Yeah. We are a crew, uh, Josh. It's already a thing. Thanks yeah. for coming, Josh. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have a great week, everybody. Hey guys, thanks for watching, but before you go, make sure you like, subscribe, and ring that bell so you don't miss any future videos like our Mondays Ask Nick for your favorite relationship stories and advice.
and our Tuesday Bachelor Recaps. See you next time.